Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show. And I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern and everything about the show at www.onlyinmiami.co, iTunes, podcast, SoundCloud, and a whole lot more. Check it out at onlyinmiami.co. And we're back with Peter Ehrlich to discuss this next month's upcoming local elections in both the city of Miami, Miami Beach, and uh, anywhere else that we can think of. Peter, thanks for joining us on the program tonight. Grant, thank you very much for having me. My pleasure. So, Peter, let's outline for people what's at stake on November 3rd, the first Tuesday of November, when they'll be going to the polls, hopefully, to vote in local elections. Um, There's some very important elections taking place in the city of Miami Beach and also in the city of Miami. So uh, what seats are up for grabs in both cities? Let's start with Miami Beach. We did just do two shows uh, one with the mayoral challenger and one with the incumbent mayor, uh, Philip Levine, and, and David Weeder, who's challenging him. But what other seats are available in Miami Beach? Um, yes, you did a great job interviewing both the incumbent, Philip Levine, and the challenger, David Weeder. Um, Thank you. And that'll be a very inter- interesting race. Levine is obviously the incumbent, very well financed, and David is a um, recently entered the race. But he's a well-respected, long-time resident of Miami Beach. So the, the two of them are having good debates and, and discussing important issues that are facing the residents of Miami Beach. And, and let me just add, if anybody out there is listening and they're interested, both of those interviews are posted to onlyinmiami.co. And I think that they really do what we set out to do, which was to provide some contrast and let people know what they're getting in a mayor, but also I want to make very, very clear that the city of Miami Beach is very fortunate to have two extremely passionate non-career politicians uh, running for the highest office in the city. So, yes, that's that's certainly true. They're both successful. They they both love the city of Miami Beach, and they have good ideas. And um, you know, Miami Beach is is lucky to have um, two two. Two men's qualifications with their qualifications in the race. Absolutely. So what other offices are up for grabs in the city of Miami Um, Beach? There's a couple other interesting contests for commissioner, and there's a couple fascinating items for up for voter referendum. Um, The first item are two commissioners, two candidates running against each other. Neither of them have been elected before. That's Mark Samuelin. He's running against a candidate named John Elizabeth Alamon. And in this case, John is a, is a female, even though she's named John, J-O-H-N. And Mark Samuelin is a very successful uh, consultant and real estate investor m- with property primarily out of state, who's running against John Alamon, who's um, uh, a former PTA member in the North Beach area. And that, that election is really heated up. They're both campaigning hard, both intelligent. I think Mark Samuelin is, is, is campaigning full-time. He's uh, semi-retired, and he's really putting his energy and uh, intelligence into campaigning maybe you know 12 hours a day. So the two of them will be debating tomorrow morning at the Tuesday Morning Breakfast Club. Uh, and for our... Avenue at um, eight thirty in the morning. Oh, you guys moved the Breakfast Club? Yes, the uh, Breakfast Club was moved um, from 
from uh, Lincoln Road to Manello's on the corner of 7th Street and Washington Avenue. All righty. So for our audience out there who are interested in getting involved in the civic debate on Miami Beach, there is a very, very long-standing group. It's called the Tuesday Morning Breakfast Club. And as Peter just mentioned, they recent, recently relocated from Lincoln Road to 7th and Washington to Manello's. Yep. Okay, so 7th and Washington at Manello's. And what time does the breakfast club start? It always starts at 8.30, and there's a debate or presentations, and they start shortly after 8.30. People, often they'll go at 8 o'clock and get the, the discounted breakfast, and sometimes there's, there's 70 or 90 people in the room. It's really amazing um, organization. They've been go- going strong for 20 years. So let's talk about the other races in Miami Beach. Who else is running for There's what another seats? another very interesting race between uh, two men that haven't run before or haven't been elected before, Ricky Ariola versus a gentleman named Mark Wertheim. Mark Wertheim's wife is a current commissioner of the city of Miami Beach. She's termed out. She's not running again. And Mark, who has a long history in Miami Beach, he's running to be a commissioner against Ricky, o- Ricky Ariola, who's from a very well-known family in, in Miami, in Miami-Dade County. And they're, the two of them are battling it out you know, uh, very aggressively. And I, think, I believe they'll both be at the Tuesday Morning Breakfast Club tomorrow morning also. Oh, okay. So so you're going to have really uh, some high-profile attendees tomorrow morning at the Tuesday Morning Breakfast Club, huh? Yes. And now and there's a couple other interesting contests that I'm not following as closely. But there's two referendum questions for the Miami Beach residents that are incredibly important to them. One is their voters are being asked if they will agree to upzone a very prominent parcel in the Ocean Terrace area of Miami Beach. Some developers and speculators have acquired some sites and land up there. And I will say that that's something that we discussed extensively with both the incumbent mayor of Miami Beach and his challenger. And you can find out a lot about that at onlyinmiami.co. And what's the other referendum question, Miami Beach? Uh, the other question is it's very subtle, and not many people are familiar with it. Essentially, voters are being asked if they will agree to let a Miami Beach redevelopment agency, a Miami Beach RDA, lease incredibly valuable property um, that is currently owned by the redevelopment agency. And what the activists and longtime observers of Miami Beach politics are postulating, and, uh, and many bloggers and journalists, is that there's an effort to eliminate or put a massive multi-hundred million dollar project on the site of senior housing on 3rd Street and Alton Road. It's called Rebecca Towers. There's two towers dedicated to senior housing on Alton Road and 3rd Street. And now that the property, that waterfront property is priceless. And there's some very, very sharp businessmen, developers, speculators they have their eye on that site, and they apparently they're maneuvering to have the site handed over to them. So that's actually a referendum question? Yes, it's a referendum question. The voters, since it's on the waterfront, the voters are asked, you know, 
if they'll make this change to city cart charter. It's very subtle. If somebody doesn't study the issue extremely well, they're not going to have any idea what the what the um, speculators would like to accomplish. Interesting. So it's it's really it's a vote on the city charter, but that actually would affect um, what would go on on that one particular piece of property. It's, it's not even clear. They're not even specifying the specific property that might be at play, and they are not specifying what might happen for a, a property currently controlled by the redevelopment agency. It's very, very vague. Oh, wow. Uh, what's the referendum called? Um, I, I don't I don't have the name, but it's it's. You know, there are only 75 words, and it's going to refer to the ability of the redevelopment agency to, to lease property under the control of the redevelopment agency. All righty. We're going to move forward. Uh, let's move forward to the city of Miami, and we'll come back to the, the charter amendment issue. Um, so what's going on in the city of Miami? Let's start with District 2. I think anybody who's involved in local politics in Miami knows that there's nine candidates for District 2. Yes, nine people have filed to run. Nine people have filed to run, but who are the the most serious three competitors in the race? There's really only three candidates to speak of uh, that that will have a chance of being elected. That would be Ken Russell, Teresa Sarnoff, and Grace Solaris. And District 2 is absolutely crucial to the city of Miami. This is definitely the most important, most prominent seat in the city because... 70% 70% of all the revenues in the city of Miami are generated in District 2. Wow. So who has the inside track, and what is the threshold to get a, ru- a runoff election in the city of Miami? Well, there'll be a runoff election if one candidate doesn't get 50% of the vote plus plus one vote, I believe. So... It's, it's highly likely that there'll be a runoff in this election, and it'll be uh, between two of those three candidates, Ken Russell, Teresa Sarnoff, and Grace Solaris. And, and interesting about the race is that the District 2 is so important to the city of Miami and, in fact, to all of South Florida, since it encompasses all of the waterfront, all the way from the Grove up to 61st Street. And including downtown, um, majority of the parkland, all the waterfront parkland in the city of Miami. What's interesting is that none of the candidates have been elected to office before. Um, none other than Grace Solaris, Ken Russell and Teresa Sarnoff have not attended city commission meetings or planning, zoning and appeals board meetings or budget committee meetings or historic preservation board meetings. Grace Solaris has a 20-year history of attending meetings and speaking up for residents. And the other two candidates um, are are new uh, new to politics. So what are the other races in the city of Miami? Are there any other competitive races right now? There's No, there's another race for the seat that's currently held by uh, Francis Suarez. Uh, and, since, and nobody filed to run against him. So he Francis has already been reelected, essentially. Yes, that's right. Well, that should be a tough vote. And if there's another race, I'm unaware of it. It hasn't 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 hit my radar. 
Well, uh, I see that Commissioner Gort, Commissioner Willie Gort, is uh, running against Miguel Angel Gabela. All right. For D- District One, uh, is is there any action in that race? Uh, I'd say C- Commissioner Gort would is the heavy favorite. It's a long time incumbent and well known. Um, I'm glad that there's somebody running against him because it's always good to have a dialogue and for citizens to debate the issues. But I haven't followed that race very closely. Are you very familiar with it? Uh, I have not heard a peep. Um, I hate to say it, but I just have not heard a peep out of uh, Commissioner Gort's challenger, Um, which is surprising. Getting back to the Miami Beach race, can you you recall the answer to both the, the, the candidates for mayor when you asked them about Ocean Terrace? I believe David Weider is extremely opposed to the upzoning. That is um, correct, and no and terrorists. the incumbent mayor is in favor of the upzoning. Um, although he's in favor, favor of it's you know for it's he's in favor of letting the voters decide. That's his official position, but um, you know nobody says they're in favor of letting voters decide when they don't want to see something decided. Otherwise, if he was not in favor, I'm sure there would not be some sort of referendum, or at least didn't you know wasn't yeah, amenable. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know in politics, uh, people often try to hide their true position, but their actions really speak louder than their words. And and to wrap up, we did speak about a charter amendment in the city of Miami Beach, and I'd like to read it very briefly, skipping over the technicality of it, but here it is. I found the sample ballot. Charter section 1.03b4 requires a sale, exchange, conveyance, or lease of more than 10 years or longer of city-owned property, uh, not requiring voter approval or otherwise addressed in the city charter to be approved, by planning boards four to seven vote and city commission six to seven vote, should that section be amended to require the planning boards four to seven vote and the Miami Beach Redevelopment Agency's seven to eight vote to approve sale, exchange, conveyance, or lease of ten years or longer of agency property? So what this this amendment vote is seeking to do is to take the sale of city property out of elected officials' hands and put it into appointed officials' hands. Yep. And that's a pretty interesting thing. I don't know if voters really want to take power away from their elected officials and give it to unelected appointed officials when it comes to selling their city's private or city's public property um, to private that's individuals. Right. And in, in one case, one of those boards, one of those boards is apparently 100 um, percent mayoral appointees. Appointed versus elected. It's a big difference. Well, Peter, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Tell our audience where they can find out more about you online and on Twitter. um, Thank you very much, Grant. And anybody can follow one of my favorite causes, Scenic Miami, at scenicmiami.org. That's scenicmiami.org. Right. That is scenicmiami.org, right? Scenicmiami.org. And on Twitter? Um, Peter Ehrlich one on Twitter. All right, that's P E T E R E H R L I C H one on Twitter. Peter, again, thanks for joining us on the program tonight. Thank you, Grant. And we'll be right back. This is the Only in Miami show. Mama always said we were royalty. She even said it's staring in the face of poverty. Is that insanity or? 